Hello, Michelle, can you hear me? Hi, yes, I'm here. Hi, well, thank you so much for, for joining us on our podcast. Uh, it's so exciting to, to catch up with you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting to be part of this new endeavor for you guys. From Brooklyn, New York, this is the Brooklyn Art Library Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Peterman. This week, we talked to artist Michelle Yee about working on her sketchbook with her nine-year-old niece, Soul. Stick around. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it. I, I'm really curious uh, for you to share. I know you have like sort of a cute story of how you discovered the project. So why don't you tell us how you how you found out about us and how you ended up getting a book? Yeah. So. Um... I was living in Toronto at the time, and uh, my friend Pamela Straco, who's a graphic designer and muralist, she was like, you have to come see this project. It's this sketchbook library. They're touring, and they're at the Gladstone Hotel. And for some reason, it's like all of those words like resonated with me, like sketchbook and library, but I couldn't put together exactly what was happening. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> Something happening at the library. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I understand. I, those things were interesting to me, but I don't understand how they go together. Um, but I went and I think you were there for like the Friday to the Sunday. And so we went on Friday night and like, I felt like a kid in a candy store. It was like, first of all, I love libraries. I love books. I love art, love sketchbooks. And just seeing um, the variety uh, of work in these books, like, I, it just it blew me away. I think um, I probably didn't mention this ever before, but there was like a little box where people were returning the journals after they'd checked them out. Mm. And um, I like parked myself right beside it so I could look at the books. <laughs> oh my God, you're like, one of those people doing that. <laughs> I know. I know. I definitely got some looks. I think the, the box got moved afterwards. Um, but I just felt like I was at this buffet and that I had been starving. And so it was um, like this really inspiring uh, experience. And uh, at the time, I was really close to my niece. She was like my one sort of like creative partner. We would always be collaging and drawing together. And uh, so when I saw saw that, uh, saw the library on the Friday, I just knew I was going to have to bring her to see it again. So I brought her on the Sunday and um, my friend Pam had already decided that she was going to do a book. And I still felt a little bit unsure, like some of the work in these sketchbooks were really like next level. And I wasn't fully confident in my ability to um, be able to make one happen. But I knew that I could do one with my niece and that it would be super fun. So I asked her, she readily said yes. She loved the project as much as I did. So um, that's how we ended up saying yeah. yes and starting our first sketchbook. Awesome. Yeah. So so you did uh, at the time, um, do, you, do you remember what year you did it? Was it like 2013, 2014? I think so. Yeah. I think we submitted it 2013, which means that we probably spent all of 2012 working right. on it. Yeah. yeah, so nine years ago or so, you 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 did it, and you your niece was was nine at the time, um, yeah. and and do you want to talk a little bit about that process of creating the book together? I think that's a really like special thing that you were able to create with someone younger who has that sort of like creative 
uh, young person spirit that we all strive to have. But um, yeah, tell us <laughs> tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, well, she um, was just like fearless, you know, like she was a really confident um, young girl and she just loved to play. And I really needed that, you know, I think that was something like when I was growing up, my family weren't, we weren't really creative, I guess. We weren't like encouraged to become artists or to explore art um, where she was like, her whole family was all like creative. Everybody, everything everybody did was always creative, whether it was cooking or like acting or whatever. Um, so she just brought like the fearlessness, which I think is necessary for like any art project. Um, whereas like, I kind of at least had like, I don't know, I had the scissors, I had like the, the exacto knives and the rulers and the self-healing mat, like I had all the tools, but I don't think I had like the courage um, to, to tackle something like that. Like it was like the books are, they're sort of deceptive in their size, but there was a lot of pages in there. So it's actually, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a real project to take that on. So having her just like willing to do it regardless of its size, um, just really helped me a lot in that, uh, first of all, I don't think I would have said yes to it on my own. And secondly, you know, she's a kid, so she's only motivated by things that are fun. And so that just knowing that like, okay, we're choosing to have fun on this together um, also helps me leave all my like adult baggage at the door. You know, it was like, okay, like I'm making this with a nine-year-old, like there's no bar. (laughs) We can be absolutely anything, um, which I think was really, really necessary. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I love that you mentioned that you had all the tools, but you didn't necessarily have that like creative kick and having soul made your creative process more fun. Um, So I'm really curious about like what, when working with soul, what were kind of the main um, inspirations that you both found each other kind of working from and then creating that imagery that you both created? Hmm. Well, you know, because we, because I had the opportunity to see the library twice and the time when she came with me, like we were there for a while Um, we were able to sort of identify like what we liked about other books. And the thing that really resonated with us were the books that had some sort of unifying element. Um, So there was one book, I wish I could remember who the artist was, but the whole thing was paper cut art, which I thought was fantastic. And so I guess I just, as a photographer, I was working as a photographer at the time. I knew that an easy way of um, tying a bunch of like disparate elements together is to like use this, is to have like a shared color palette. So that was the one decision that we made early on. I mean, Sol was so young, like she just loved all kinds of colors. (laughs) So she was, you know, initially like, okay, everything is going to be a rainbow, right? And I was like, actually, (laughs) what do you think about just doing everything with black, white and gold? And, you know, luckily, again, like she was like, yes, okay, that sounds good, which I think is, you know, she's, she was quite mature, I think, as an artist, even then, uh, to be able to say yes to something like that, and to see its potential. Um, So we ended up spending a lot of time in like a paper store in Toronto that has like a huge array of papers. And, you know, there's lots of papers in that color scheme of black, white and gold. Um, And it also allows us like, 
a lot of glitter. So she was really into that. So it's like, okay, she was willing to not use like all of her markers, but she was able to like use as much glitter paper as she wanted. And that was um, really fun. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wanted to sort of describe to people listening to this because I think your your book is so fun because if you first look at it and, you know, you, I guess, assume an adult made it and it has this you know, it's it's all collages, very like sort of vintage vibe with some men and women and different poses and things like that. But then it has this, yeah, glitter, gold glitter element to a lot of the pages. And I remember, I like actually remember finding out that you had made it with a nine-year-old and it just like made it so amazing because it like has just a tiny bit she must, yeah, she's like beyond her art years because it has this like tiny bit of the quality that like a nine-year-old would push for the glitter. But like, <laughs> it's still so like the work is like so sophisticated. It's such a good, it's such a good mix. We've had people who like do that sort of thing where they'll they'll like get a word from a kid or they'll like get a blob from a, a kid and then they'll sort of adapt it. But you can sort of see the mix. But I thought yours was such a great example of how, it's sort of hidden, hidden in there that you don't realize that it's it's this sort of team effort. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really interesting to think about how that process was with her. Like she was um, like a real creative catalyst for me. You know, like she was super supportive of everything I did. She brought her own ideas. Um, we had like a really loose storyline. Um, but you know, she, there's like a spread that has like a bunch of leopards running across it. And I think that might've been her idea. Like, you know, she's the one that brings the, like, why don't we have a, a pack of wild leopards running across the field? <laughs> and then you just say, yes. So, um, yeah, it was a, a real asset to have someone who's just like fully able to just live in the fantastical and, um, not have any qualms about it, you know, not question it. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then, um, so I know that uh, Soul is part of your your ex-husband's family, and this was sort of a thing that really brought you guys together. And then you really haven't had much of a relationship since then. In a previous conversation with you, you talked about the idea of like leaving her a hidden book in the library, and we, we like to ruin it <laughs> on the podcast. But I... I, I'm so curious to talk about that because when you when you talked about that the first time, we were like in we were all like awestruck and like, oh my god, that would be amazing. Has that happened? Like it's you know, there's this idea of people leaving hidden messages in our collection that is just so so appealing to me. So I'm curious, like sort of about that. Like what is what is it like? What's the feeling? Because you haven't, I think you, you told me it's been like five or so years since you guys have talked and she's probably almost an adult now. And uh-huh. and like, what is, what's that sort of feeling for you? Um, I mean, I just love that we have this like shared connection that is also neutral. You know, it's like the Brooklyn Art Library belongs to like tens of thousands of people. It's not just mine. It's not just hers and the book. Um, living somewhere that even if we're not um, in direct contact with each other, like just knowing that it's there, that we have this, this proof of 
like what we made together um, in like some sort of tangible form that's being taken care of by a neutral party, I think is a really, um, it's a huge gift actually. And so, yeah, I've thought a lot about like um, making another one just for her and like just naming it her name. So if you were to even <laughs> Google herself, it would come up. Um, but I think I've just, yeah, like when I think about like what it what it could be or what or, or what I would do, I'm like, oh God, I might like need to hire a therapist. <laughs> <to> <laughs> that would be my new partner, my new creative partner in making this. Um, Ooh, yeah, there's but the yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I I love that idea, and I I I know as a as an organization, we've already had conversations with like how is that something we can research or discover more in our collection so yes thank you for like i don't know just like bringing that idea to the surface um because maybe we'll maybe we'll find some secret hidden messages in there thanks to your story (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it i mean it's like a real live like art project uh version of like the missed connections ad in like right Yeah. yeah so i'm like ooh, there's so many so many possibilities there yeah. So then, so so you did this book, and and I, you know we had been in touch a couple times throughout the years, and then uh, we invited you to do a workshop at the library, and I think one of our previous staff members had like encouraged you to bring in something to sort of sell or bring out to the workshop, and and that inspired you to make another book after that. August, it's called. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I just think like the sketchbook project, Brooklyn Art Library, you are like a gift from the universe (laughs) because so many of my like significant, like personal creative projects have been inspired through um, your organization. So, um, yeah, at the time I had just come back from uh, a trip with my current partner and as you'd mentioned before, like I have an ex-husband and like a family that uh, I'm sort of estranged from. And so being on this trip with my current partner, um, you know, I just was having to conf- be sort of confronted with this idea that like I'm meeting somebody's family again and I have a a family that I don't talk to anymore and I'm like this divorced woman which wasn't like an identity that I had ever imagined I would have for myself and I didn't really know how I was going to I it sounds sort of extreme but it's just like I didn't know how I was going to live as a divorced person like I didn't know how I was going to be rebuilding my life and my identity after this so anyway I went on this trip kind of like recognizing that I had all of this um emotional baggage let's just say and that I had changed on this trip so I realized that like any challenges or issues that I was having with my partner at the time were actually all rooted in my own beliefs about what it meant to be like a divorced person so uh, I could feel that like there was that I had changed on this trip and when I came home um, like I could it was like a physical sensation in my belly like there's something here that wants to be told And at the time I was working on another book, which was like five years old and I wasn't really getting a lot of momentum with it. And so when I had this like feeling in my belly, like I just kind of asked the question of 
how would I tell this story if I could tell it the way I wanted to? And then at that almost exactly the same time, um, I was planning to do this workshop and um, they'd asked like, maybe you could just make a zine. And I thought, oh yeah, I can make a zine. I mean, you know, I've seen zines. They're like just folded letters, letter sized paper that were, you know, it's photocopied, stapled. Mm -hmm. Like I could go to Kinko's and make it. I've made a sketchbook before. So I'm like, I think I could make a zine. Um, so I had like three weeks before I would need to send it off to a printer. And I just gave myself permission to tell the story the way that I wanted to tell it and let it be anything it wanted to be. And after like three weeks, um, I felt like totally turned inside out and the thing was 168 pages. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't think this is quite a zine anymore. Um, so over time, I just decided like, well, I have this thing. Why don't I just see how far I can go with it? And so then I, you know, launched a Kickstarter for it. it now has like this slip case and, you know, it's all like hand bound and fancy. And um, yeah, not all came out because someone again at the sketchbook project, <laughs> like put out a little invitation and I ran with it. Well, love that. Uh, <laughs> glad that we were able to continue your <laughs> Your practice, and I guess that's sort of my last question, which is, you know, you always have such nice things to say about us, and I know that both of these things that we helped spark were sort of good or impactful moments in your life. So I'm, I'm curious, like, is is there a, a bigger impact you feel like the project had on you and your perspective of creating, or like other work that you've made? Um, is it sort of go beyond that, or do you feel like these projects are able to like live on their own? Um, well, I think one really, uh, one big impact that I don't think I can overstate is that seeing all of the sketchbooks that are in the library, either in the collection when you traveled or when you're actually in the physical space, it really drives home the idea for me that there's not just one way of expressing a story or there's not just one way of making something. You know, it's like everybody starts with the same everyone starts from the same starting point and yet to see like the directions that people can go in, it's really inspiring and amazing and also permission giving, you know, it really um, like that idea I had where I was like, okay, just let it be anything it wants. Like that might've come from the sketchbooks that we, that I'd seen at the library. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've seen like people actually take that, you know, craft covered sketchbook and like they fold out into puzzles or there's this one page that just like ripples out across the table or whatever. And um, yeah, that's just really opened my mind to the notion that, um, you know, you can make something into anything that you really want it to be. And that's something that I think I'm just really trying to hold on to um, in whatever it is that I do going forward. So you know, like I'm trying to work on another book and I think like I do want to hold on to that idea of like, okay, like just let it be whatever it wants to be. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's well, beautiful. It's, um, yeah, it really, it is. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about art fears and we have an episode that we're working on that may come out before this or after, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> just this idea of, yeah, there's, there's just, there's a lot of rules we, we put on ourselves for art making. And, uh, you know, I think, the biggest, the, the collection in general, the idea of it always came from this idea that like, 
I felt like I needed a structure to even make my own things or be creative. Uh, and I and you know I hope that this can be enough for someone to realize that they can just they can just make something. They don't have to hold themselves back, and it can be whatever they want, and it doesn't have to be impressive or it can be impressive, whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much for for doing this, for being a part of the collection, for sharing your story with us. It's been it's been so nice to to have you along on the journey. It's been very inspiring. Oh. Uh, thanks so much. I feel like I'm just going to be, you know, a satellite in your orbit forever and ever. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds great. I'm sure we'll we'll have you we'll have you back on on season two of. <laughs> Ooh. I love it. Stay tuned. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Michelle E for sharing her story and the soul for being a part of her journey. Thanks so much to Autumn, my co-host, for being a part of this. Uh, If you want to learn more about Michelle or participate in the project, or if you want to make a donation to the Brooklyn Art Library to help us do things like this, go to brooklynartlibrary.org slash podcast. We'll see you next time.